why do you trust the Cardinals? The Cardinals signed a running back. And Mike Chappell, who's covered the Indianapolis Colts since 1984, is going to tell me what hard knocks in season was all about. Alex Lancey, Locked On Cardinals. Here we go. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every damn day, free and available on all platforms. You know the drill. You're here every day and listen. If this is your first time listening, thank you. If it's your second time this week listening, thank you. I ask you, why not make it a third time? Because we are ramping up to what's going to be one of the most interesting question marks surrounding foundation uh strength in question ing mm, nailed it we don't know what the hell is going to go on in 2022 we don't know we're starting to see holes get filled on the roster talk about one that happened yesterday um the cardinals are going to be a part of hard knocks in season during the 2022 season i'm going to ask mike chapel who's covered the indianapolis colts for CBS in Indy since 1984, what the hell it was like last year when the Colts were on hard knocks in season as they unceremoniously were booted from the playoffs on a, in a road loss to the, to the Jacksonville Jaguars. But first, I ended yesterday's live pod with what I wanted to talk about today, and that is why, for those that do, why do you trust the Arizona Cardinals? And I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Uh, you know my thoughts on the organization, how it's run, the people in place to run said organization, etc. But let me put on my rose-colored glasses, my Stockholm syndrome you know, attire to say, you know what? I trust the Arizona Cardinals. Why? Okay. Um, you, nothing. I got nothing since before 2000. I got nothing. Even though Kwame Lasseter... Uh, who passed away a couple years ago, he introduced me into radio. He gave me my first chance. He was beloved in the city of Phoenix and the other stops along the way for him. He and Pat Tillman were teammates. He told me stories like, Kwame Lasseter is one of the greatest men I've ever met. He was humble and not. Uh, he was confident. He taught me the ins and outs of, of football. Like I knew, we don't know football. I still don't even, like... The football players and football coaches are all geniuses when it comes to the game of football, okay? Kwame taught me a little piece. Now, coming back to the Arizona Cardinals. Now, my me defending the people who defend the Arizona Cardinals, I would say, well, obviously they drafted Larry Fitzgerald. Okay, got it. Sure, absolutely. Larry Fitzgerald, one of the best of all time. The best Arizona car, the best professional player to come out of the state to be in an Arizona uniform of the four majors. I mean, maybe Dan Tarasi can kind of um, uh, make him chase that a little bit because she has a handful of rings and is maybe the best WNBA player to ever play. Um, but, you know, you have the, the Super Bowl run. So they made a Super Bowl within the last 20 years. Okay, that's one. So that's two. Um, 
they had some good teams, you know, drafted Patrick Peterson, 2015 NFC championship game run, uh, 13 and three. They took a chance on Carson, on uh, Kurt Warner first and Carson Palmer, um, Bruce Arians years. Okay. So over the last 20 years, they've been irrelevant for let's, let's say half. Let's say 10 of 20 years they were relevant. Okay. So we're giving them 10 years out of 20 of relevancy. That's more than some NFL franchises. That's more than some. I'm trying here. <laughs> That's more than some. Um, the issue I have with the front office and Steve with Michael Bidwell and Steve Cummins, the, the, the issues I have, and it's hard for me to comprehend why people don't share these in more potency than fans do is they run this organization like they've won five Super Bowls. They run this organization like they always make the right choice and their choices have yielded multiple Super Bowls. That's the way that this organization is run. Steve Kahn being in power still is, is truly, if you're looking from 2013 to now, is truly laughable. There was somebody that tweeted me, um, you know what? I'm going to do this right now. I'm going to do this right now because it was a great tweet and I forgot who tweeted it out. It's right here. Um, somebody tweeted out a perfect example. Jason Cake at J-A-S-C-A-K on Twitter said, Kime reminds me of a baseball hitter with an abysmal batting average but home run power. He has so many strikeouts in the draft, but he did make the Carson Palmer trade, the Chandler Jones trade, and the Hopkins trade. I think that's right. I think that's a good comparison. Thank you, Jason Cake. That's a good comparison. Um, I wonder if your last name is Cake. Truly, I wonder. Uh, what's the derivation of cake? Not like eggs and sugar and milk and stuff, but like that yeah, doesn't matter. Um, that's a good way to put it. I guess you could say what I say about Cliff Kingsbury for Steve Kime is that they can put together a great trailer of a movie, but the movie's not great. Cliff Kingsbury has some masterful moments as head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. He does. Play calling, namely. Not so much timeout usage. More play calling, namely. Steve Kime has made some exemplary moves as the general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. I'm not going to give him credit for DeAndre Hopkins specifically because there are rumblings that that was an owner-to-owner deal and not Steve Kime having anything to do with it. But just like Cliff Kingsbury, I could say, and you could say, that Steve Kahn has put together a great movie trailer, but the movie's not awesome. The movie's never won any awards. The movie's never been nominated for any awards. And I think that's about right. But if you're going to defend the Arizona Cardinals, as a lot of people do, I guess it's palatable to mention that they've had a little playoff success. They made one Super Bowl in the last 20 years, which is a lot more than others. And, you know, they've been relevant for 10 out of the last 20 years. I think that's it. I mean, thank God that segment's over. But all joking aside, like Steve Cummings made some good moves, and I think it's just been marred by the last two halves of the last two off se- of the last two seasons. And I think that sticks more in my head with recency bias also not being a fallacy in this case, but being more of the rule and not the exception to the rule. Alex Lancey, Locked On Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Coming up next, the Arizona Cardinals sign a running back. Who is it? Is it a good fit? I'll talk about both next. Locked on Cardinals, 
first, Athletic Greens, AG1. So I'm really trying to eat and ingest healthier things overall. Our next pro- our next partner has a product that I use literally every day. And I started taking AG1 because I was, you know, I need something to go with my built Bars. I didn't want to make eggs every day. And I didn't want to take 48 vitamins and go to 48 different vitamin stores to get them. And AG1, Athletic Greens, has me covered, okay? Let me just run down these facts. First of all, it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it's got you covered. Less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or art- uh, artificial anything while still tasting good. And remember, this is powder, water, cup, drink, money. You're good to go. It supports better sleep quality and recovers, uh and recovery it supports mental clarity and alertness it's the one thing with the best things athletic greens uses the best of the best products and you know it's based on the latest science which helps a lot always being cutting edge it's got constant uh product iterations and third-party testing okay to make it easy athletic greens has got you 100 covered because it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it's just one scoop in a cup. Remember I did this? One scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. You don't see how expensive gas is. You don't need that. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you free a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash NFL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com backslash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up your ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, second segment, Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on Easy Cards. I went kind of hymns there. That was weird. Uh, Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. I explained to you why you should trust the Arizona Cardinals as the scapegoat, the front office, I should say, the last segment. The Arizona Cardinals have signed Darrell Williams, backup running back from the Kansas City Chiefs, to be the RB2, it seems, for the Arizona Cardinals in 2022. I think this is a home run signing for a couple of reasons. One, Darrell comes from an offense that scores touchdowns in myriad different ways. He knows how to get in the end zone. Not all running backs have a nose for the end zone. Kenyon Drake doesn't have a nose for the end zone. James Conner, Darrell Williams, they both have no a nose for the end zone. That's good. Number two, he's able to do kind of what James Conner does in more of a minimal role. He's also faster. So if you're looking at starting Chase Edmonds for 17 weeks and Darrell Williams for 17 weeks, I feel like Darrell Williams could have an edge. I know Chase is, I think, a year younger or two years younger. Darrell Williams is proven that he's a guy that can carry the load if need be. And this is also a situation that you love to see because James Conner doesn't have to take 90% of the workload. He doesn't. And this is a perfect one-two punch. I know they drafted the kid out of USC. I know they've got Eno. They've got uh, Jonathan Ward. We would have seen already if either of those two guys were more than uh, special teams players. Jonathan Ward had one of the best catches we've ever seen last year on on a... on a fake punt on fourth down, but I think that we've got a situation here where now you can check off depth in the running back room with James Conner's the RB1 and Darrell Williams is RB2. I do. And I think Darrell Williams is going to be a great fantasy football late round flyer in case anything were to happen to James Conner. He is now a perfect handcuff for James Conner if James Conner were, were to miss any time, which you obviously, you hope he doesn't. 
So now what's left? Pass rush, run-stopping interior defensive lineman, corner, maybe an outside linebacker, and I still think a wide receiver is necessary, and guard. So you've still got five or six spots they need to fill with time running out, but I think that this was a home run day, a home run day for Steve Cummins, the Arizona Cardinals, signing Jarrell Williams. Even though it seems like a smaller impact signing, being able to check a box off for a position group that you don't need to focus on anymore regarding adding talent, adding players, that's a good day. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. Mike Chappell from CBS4 in Indy is going to join me. He's been covering the Colts since 1984. He's going to tell me everything you need to know about what hard knocks in-season was like for the Colts last year. Mike Chappell from CBS4 News joins me next. First battle line. The NBA playoffs have been insane. The NHL playoffs have been insane. Baseball is back. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including everything I just mentioned, NBA, NHL, MLB, fights, NFL futures for next year if you want to get weird. BetOnline's your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Go to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, final segment, Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. We covered why people should trust the Arizona Cardinals front office. I was playing devil's advocate. Darrell Williams is now an Arizona Cardinal and why I think he's a perfect RB2 to take off some of the load for James Conner so he could play in all 17 weeks of the 2022 NFL season. For those that missed it, the Arizona Cardinals are going to be featured in Hard Knocks in season for their second installment in 2022. It's going to open up a lot of eyes to what I hope we don't see which is a pseudo-nightmare situation with Cliff Kingsbury, head coach. There's somebody here that knows a lot more about this and the experience of hard knocks in season much more than we do here in the Valley. And I'm going to bring him in right now. And that is the one and only Mike Chapel. This guy has been covering the Colts in Indianapolis for one less year than I've been on the planet. And I say that with respect. <laughs> With any sort of backhandedness, I promise you that. Mike Chapel at Mike M Chapel 51 on Twitter for CBS in Indy. Um, let me ask you first of all, thanks for joining me, Mike. I really appreciate you taking some time. My pleasure. So My pleasure. let's talk about the Colts in a vacuum last year. What we remember from thousands of miles away on the West Coast is the loss in Jacksonville. That's what we remember. The kind of petering out, and this is not a piling on by any stretch, because remember Christmas night when seemingly it was the replacements with Keanu Reeves playing the Arizona Cardinals and the Colts took care of business on the road in the bright lights. What was hard knocks in season like initially? And then go on your diatribe. Does this have any effect? Did it have any effect on the outcome of the 2021 NFL season? When it was first announced that they were going to be on it, I, I wasn't in favor of it. Just as a guy who covers the team, because then you have to watch. I mean, I'd watch anyway, but you have to watch whatever night it was, Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember what night it was. Wednesdays, I think it was. And then because you always thought something would come up. Somebody says something, there was something controversial, and then you got more work to do. So that was selfish. But as it turned out, it, it did show the inner workings of the team, but more so it showed personalities. And this team has a lot of very good 
personalities, DeForest Buckner, Kenny Moore, Darius Leonard, and you get to see that, which we we don't get that kind of access, certainly not now with the COVID, prior COVID restrictions, but you, you really don't get to see that. And this gave the team a chance to show who they are as an organization with the owner, with Frank Reich, with Chris Ballard. So I thought, I think from that angle, it worked. It really did. It showed you these guys are, are more than just 10 tackles a game or, you know, Jonathan Taylor, 1800 yards. So that was good. I I thought that near the end that it, it sort of went over the top with some players. They sort of got, you know, they started playing to the camera. I thought, I thought, but that that's probably natural. In retrospect, I really don't think it had anything to do with the tail off at the end. I, I think this team was flat out tired, fatigued for a lot of reasons. Uh, COVID entered, entered the picture late, and I think that took some some starch out of the team. But as far as hard, hard knocks, I really don't think you can say, boy, if they hadn't done that, you know, they, 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 they build on Arizona by beating the Raiders in Jacksonville. I don't. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's 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 interesting because um, Hard Knocks is kind of looked at as oh sweet, oh wait. It's like okay, awesome, they chose us. Why? I know we fit the protocol here if you're talking about the team, but you know, winning franchise, it's interesting. You know, I mean, Hard Knocks has been around for a long time. There was some fatigue. I still remember the Chad Johnson getting cut by Joel Philbin. Like it used to be super invasive before we knew what super invasive was because it was kind of before social media and all that stuff. Now it's like real football fans watch this for exactly what you're talking about to separate and to see a behind the scenes kind of thing on some of their favorite players with their favorite team. And for that, I completely understand it. Mike Chappell uh, joining me here on locked on Cardinals at M Chapel 51 been covering the Colts since they came to Indian 84 doing the Fox 59 and CBS four sports member of the pro football, pro football hall of fame selection committee. We could do two and a half hours on that. I'm going to save you from that. I'm going to keep it um, hard knock centric. You know, the Colts and the Cardinals are pseudo similar in one way and and vastly different in another. I'm going to start with the latter first. Vastly different because Chris Ballard is looked at as the best drafting GM that we've seen in the last decade. I mean, it seems like he doesn't miss. Even training for DeForest Buckner and giving up that pick that ended up being Javon Kinlaw ended up working out. Darius Leonard, like it goes on and on. Jonathan Taylor being the second round pick. Steve Keim, the antithesis, the other side of the spectrum, even though he drafted Kyler Murray. But there is a lot of question marks surrounding why these teams aren't better, why they haven't taken that next leap. And we saw with Phillip Rivers last year, they could have won that game a handful of times and just didn't happen. What was there, a fourth and 200 that Buffalo had to had to convert? Like, there, why haven't the Colts gotten there? Like, what is it? Why haven't they gotten there? Because I feel it here in Phoenix. Quarterback. It's quarterback. They, they, they've been they've been running uphill since Andrew Luck retired mm-hmm. the third preseason game in 2019, out of the blue, completely out of the blue. And they've had a very difficult time recovering from that. This roster is, is as strong top to bottom as it's been probably since – 2012 maybe let's go back to the manning years yeah but what they don't have is stability at quarterback and they'll start with with uh 
Matt Ryan this year. He'll be he'll be he'll be Frank Reich's fifth different starting quarterback in as many years. That that's crazy. You you can't build a roster that way. You can't build a team that way. And they just haven't been able to, to get it done. Again, I think Chris Ballard's done a great job. Now, the one mistake they made, oh, by the way, was trading for Carson Wentz last year. Mm. And most people, were in, myself included, were, were in favor of it. But you had those doubts because there, there were there were warning signs from Philadelphia. You know, you, you hear unnamed sources, you know, lack of leadership, whatever. But he, he was viewed as perhaps the long-term answer. And it didn't work. It just didn't work for a lot of reasons. And now they're reloading again with Matt Ryan, who's just turned 37. And that's just not the way. Every year you can't go in there and find, okay, Jacoby Brissett. And then, well, we'll go get Phillip Rivers for a year. Although they thought in two years, one year, Carson Wentz. Now Matt Ryan. And, you, you know, they, they've, they, you could have argued a draft or two ago. They could have, instead of trading for Buckner, they could have traded up and gotten one of the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But, but they didn't. Uh, but until they get the quarterbacks settled, you know, it, it's just a struggle. I, I think if Ryan's got, it's a two, they've got two years left on his contract. And I think the idea is maybe find that young quarterback in next year's draft. It's apparently it's a deep, it's a deep draft for quarterbacks. Uh, and then bring that rookie in next year and let him learn behind uh, Ryan and Nick Foles. Remember they signed Nick Foles as a backup yeah. as well. Right. Uh, but 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 they they just need the quarterback to be better. They, they, they were within a, a obviously a game or two. They've been one of their last two games last year. They're in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and, and we have a totally different uh, discussion. So they just need Ryan to be better and, and more consistent. Like Chris Ballard told us at the end of the season, he told Carson Wentz, "Make the layups." You know, he he made that hero th- throw to. I think it was Des Patman in the back of the end zone against Arizona, but, but make, make make the easy plays. You know, keep the chains moving, and then occasionally make the the great throw. So, but until you get the quarterback situations, you guys are going to find that out now as well. <laughs> what if Kyler Murray goes off the reservation? I mean, what what do you do? So well, until you get that thing settled, I mean, long term, you're struggling every year. That's why I asked you that question, and you did not disappoint. Mike Chappell, CBS, has been covering the Colts since 84. He's seen some stuff, okay? And the reason why I asked you that question specifically is because if Rome is burning, at least the Cardinals have Kyler Murray now, okay? And I'm going to ask you one more follow-up about about Hard Knocks. I'm really intrigued, but, like, the Cardinals and the Colts roster is almost like – invert inverse you know like they the cardinals have the quarterback they've got some pieces but they don't have anything else uh, uh, loosely defined you know they the offensive line is something that i ask a lot of questions about ask peyton manning and andrew luck how important an offensive line is or lack thereof no question you know i mean andrew luck may still be playing and then you know chris ballard went on his journey he's like that's not going to be the problem anymore it's gonna be ryan kelly and then it's going to be etc and ryan kelly's been a like out of Alabama, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, finally they're changing their ways. Steve Kime hasn't necessarily. Um, so you see, Cardinals fans, 25 teams, like I've been telling you, would trade for Kyler Murray tomorrow. That should be all you need to know about the Cardinals retaining his services. No, he's not completely mature yet. No, he's not the best leader yet. But he's better than most, and better than most 
is what makes pro bowlers in the NFL. Okay. So I do want to ask you one question before I get you out of here. Thank you, Mike Chappell, for joining me on your busy day. Inside the season, hard knocks, you know, the hard knocks version. Um, is there anything that surprised you? Is there anything that was like, whoa, I didn't know they were going to do that. Like I want to prepare listeners, viewers for exactly what the hell we're going to see. If anything, I mean, maybe it's going to be a lot of hype and then it's just going to be, oh, cool. That was fun. We see JJ Watt joking around and we see some practice stuff. Was there anything they showed that you weren't expecting them to show? No, not really. And that's why I thought it worked. Uh, I think if you, no, again, it was personality stuff that they would do a five or seven minute, uh, I say puff piece, but, but of the player in his home with his family, which is always nice. And then, you know, like the last 20, 20 minutes, my son insists on calling. Then the last, you know, 10 or 15 minutes, it's it's that it's that week's game, so not really. But but again, it served a purpose. And I have to believe. I don't I don't know how your guys' structure is there. Jim Irsay was really for this. I, I think an owner sees any publicity like this good publicity. It shows the franchise, and this franchise has got a lot of things to show. If I'm a coach or a GM, I say hell no. I, I just think all coaches and GMs, especially coaches. They don't like distractions. They just don't. So I I, I don't want to speak, you know, for Frank, right? But I just think coaches would prefer not. Now, I, I think they weren't totally against it. I think when Jim was saying they had the meeting, they said, well, okay. Uh, and from what I was told, you know, the, the team has the final say on what gets on, on what gets shown. And I don't think they left a lot on the editing room floor. I think what, for the most part, what you saw is what they, is what they, they put together. So it'll be good. I, again, I, I don't think it was a distraction. I don't think it impacted the end of the season at all. I just think that if you, if you ask Frank back, back whenever they decided, Frank, you want to do this? I think he's, eh, I'd rather not. Mm-hmm. And maybe Ballard as well. But I, I just think that the positive outweighed any possible negatives. And I, Again, I think it was a positive experience. We saw sides of players that that we don't always see, the fans certainly don't see. So I don't know that there was a downside at all. So, you know, m- maybe with the personalities you have out there, it'll be different. And Frank Reich was the perfect guy to do it because he's so he he's just low key and and and, and even keeled, and you know he's not going to drop any f bombs or or go off on players. It's just going to be this is how we do things. Some would say that's boring for for an HBO thing like this, but it works. So by and large, it, it was positive, and you know, hopefully for for the Cardinals, it'll be the same. Boring wins usually, usually boring wins. Our head coach doesn't wear socks. Boring wins. That's it, all it does. I know about it does. him. That's all I know about him is that yep. he doesn't wear socks. That's it. He's got a swanky place in Paradise Valley. Mike Chapel, thank you so much for joining me, man. He's governing the, the Colts for a long time. Fox fifty nine and CBS four in Indy. Really appreciate you taking some time. Alex Nancy locked on Cardinals. We'll talk to you tomorrow.